Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Ella. And I'm Bernice. Hello. Welcome back. It's another week. Yes, it's another week. It's been busy in the streets. You know what I mean? Like, fall is upon us, finally. Yeah. Fall's here. Fall is here. I... I don't know how you feel about it, but, like, I'm really trying to do the whole, like, failing up fall, but, like, the feral kitten just, like, wants to come out, you know? She's like, let me out! She's, like, scratching the surface. I have decided I need to embrace fall vibes, and I'm gonna kind of, like, delusion myself into believing that I'm okay with it being fall, you know? Yes, exactly. Like, I literally, I'm, I did my nails black. It's, like, Ooh. fall vibes. I went from, Ooh. like, some fun neon colors to black on my nails. I just bought some pumpkin cookie mix. I've been drinking mm. pumpkin spice lattes. Um, I've been wearing layers. You know, I pretend that this is my season. Do I think I'm overcompensating? A little bit. But whatever gets you through the day, babes. <laughs> 100%. If fall makes you happy, send it. You know? I was just, I, I don't know why, but I had like an existential crisis at the grocery store because mm-hmm. things are so expensive. And I was like at the grocery store and I'm looking at these prices and like me and this other old man are both staring at like this section of the group. Like we're staring at the cheese and like I know we're both doing the math. Like how is this all so expensive? And like we're like really like trying to weigh our like what are the options? Like am I going to go with the lowest quality Mm. cheese? Like but. And I literally, I almost started laughing because I'm like, me and him are like doing mental gymnastics of like, when did things get so expensive? So besides that, I'm having a good day. But like, if anyone else is feeling inflation and grocery prices, like, I feel you, babes. It's rough out here. It's been rough for sure, dude. Like, for sure. Um, I think I felt that when I moved to New York. And it's even worse, like, in the city, like, in Brooklyn, it's like, it's expensive, but whatever is, like, doable. I think I eat, I'll buy that many groceries. Like, I'm not, like, a big cook. Like, I really need to fix that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's expensive. Um, I can't, I can't, we can't afford to live anymore. It's okay. Like, it's fine. They just want, I don't, I don't know what the, the, the vibe is. The vibe is poor. The vibe is no Right? <laughs> I just, I like, literally, I just started being able to afford things, and then now everything's shot up, like, 20%. I'm like, like what happened? No, I was like, real. No, literally, I was like, this is such, like, divine fucked up irony that, like, I was able to afford my life comfortably for, like, two fucking months. And then now, well, no, we're back. Now we're back. We're back so, to square one. I love it. So now I'm like, they'll be like, okay, how do I become... A multi-millionaire overnight, so I never have to worry about this again. It's what we think about every day. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> What's up oh. with you? You feeling fall? I'm feeling fall. I have been quite active. I have been quite active. Um, you know, it's it's funny because, I don't know, I think like, I was feeling brave. So I was like, let me go chat it up with, like, my gym crush. But I think, like, my gym crush has been my gym crush for, like, a year and a half. So it's, like, whatever. Like, he's just there. You know what I mean? Like, we talk here and there. It's not really that big of a deal. But, like, I was just like, let me go say what's up. And then this man was, like, chatty fucking Kathy, right? And I kind of found an in. So I was like, Bernice, stop being a bitch. Get this man's Instagram. You've known him for a year and a half. Like, it's not that serious. I was in over my head. Like, you know, like, I... 
I saw this TikTok and I think it's like, I think I'm gonna encourage TikTok toxic, okay? Because I, <laughs> I, because I saw this TikTok that was like, if you ladies, if you have a gym crush, there's no way that man's gonna come up to you and ask you for your information. You have to do it. He's mm-hmm. probably down, but you have to do it. So I was like, okay, fuck it. This is so, a sign from the universe. It wasn't. Um, I misread <laughs> the signs. <laughs> so, so we were just like, you have to, you know, we're having a talk, and he's just like, yeah, you know, I don't go out that much. And I was like, oh, I do. Like, if you ever want to, like, go out, like, let me know. Like, what's your Instagram? And, like, this man, like, I literally leave the gym, and he calls me on Instagram right away. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, what a psycho. I love it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, like, go get food, and then, like, the next day he hits me up, and then I was just like, oh, okay, like, wow. Like, <laughs> Why are you is, so obsessed with What me? is happening? Like, he, he really, that, that TikTok, like, was really, he was for real. But, like, be careful what you wish for, you know, because was I prepared for that? No, I wasn't prepared for attention. I didn't even know if I really wanted it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was just out there to shoot the shit, accidentally gone in over my head. And then on Sunday, it was Me- uh, Sunday. On Saturday, it was Mexican Independence Day. Mm-hmm. And I forgot how to act. Like, it, like, feral kitten, full out, like, scary. Like, there's pictures of me on the internet and the interweb that I don't even remember there being a photographer. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think, like, that might have been the biggest <laughs> issue is that I was acting like nobody was watching, but people were, in fact, watching. Some very um, candid photos. Oh. Incriminating, like oh, and then and then my like gym crush hits me up, you know, and so I tell him to come out, and yeah, like I just don't, I I'm in over my head, and this man like uh, like full disclosure, like he's a cop, right? So like I kind of I told my friends, like you know, this man's a cop, like just so you know, like you know, heads up, and the first thing they that one of my best friends has when he gets there is so you're a cop. And then they take turns grilling this man. Like, he had no, he had no chance. Like, this poor man. I felt so bad for him. I was just, like, about everything. About if they had a feeling regarding cops, he heard it. Like, I was just like, can we talk about something else? You're like, it's not this serious. Like, I'm not going to marry this guy. Like, I was just trying to get, like, Jim D. Like, what the fuck? You guys (laughs) calm down. I don't even know if I like him. What are we doing? <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, that's what I've been up to. My little feral kitten hours. Most of the time I'm going to Lost Lands uh, tomorrow. Woo! Big music festival. I'm excited for um, you. I am too. I got, I don't know. I feel, I have a good feeling about it. I don't think I've gone to a festival where I wasn't like heartbroken or going through something or like meeting up with somebody in a while. Um, and I just feel like I'm at peace. So like, I'm just ready to like, Go vibe out. Vibe out, babes. Vibe out, babes. Um, yeah, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? I went to... Actually, I don't even know. Okay, so I went to Tina Turner the Musical. Mm. And if anyone knows Tina Turner's story, it's it's fa- it's sad. It's a story of triumph for sure. Like, it's very fucking inspiring. And the person that wrote it said, like, I like didn't want to sugarcoat it. Like, I wanted to, it to be raw. Well, baby girl, that shit was raw, and I was, <laughs> I'm in this musical, and you know how we've said this before, sometimes me and Berenice say, like, laugh at inappropriate times, mm-hmm. 
And the only reason, like, I wasn't laughing out loud, but, like, everyone in the audience, like, it's a Seattle older crowd because it was, like, a yeah. Thursday night showing. So when mm. I said that this show was, like, 99% 60-year-old white people, that was, like, the crowd. And they were, like, oh, <gasps> like, audible, like, shock about things that are happening in Tina Turner's life. And I was, and you like. you had the giggles? Well, yeah, because I was like, what are you shocked about? Like, I was like, what is, why are you keep on being, I was misunderstanding the shock. And and then I, (laughs) my dad was chatting it up with the person next to him. And the guy goes, you know, I didn't know a lot about Tina Turner before this musical. And I was like, oh, there it is. (laughs) You guys didn't know what you're getting into. (laughs) Got it. But it was beautiful musical, very powerful the performances was amazing but yeah the first half is a little rough you know so but i just thought i was like oh my god like why am i giggling right now like this is not funny like it wasn't hee hee ha ha funny but it was just like oh like yeah guys people experienced racism and it was rough and this is what domestic violence is like like yeah i I get it but that was what we were into i went to vancouver babes i love vancouver i have so much fun down there it's so fun it's just you go up there and it's a lot like the same, but it's different, you know? <laughs> same bitch, different ball. Yeah, you know, and um I I went on I went on a beautiful hike and that's where they filmed Twilight, so that really uh got oh, me Vancouver, going. Vancouver, Washington. No 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 no, no Vancouver, Vancouver BC. BC? Vancouver, Washington. I've been one time, don't need to return. Uh be very say when it was that was, I, we got so, we, we got litty fucking kitty and went shopping. And then like, we're located in a mall, just <laughs> in a mall, just like the drunkest you could be in a mall, sipping wine out of thermoses. Yeah. Doing God knows what, to be honest with you. <laughs> Staying with our homegirl. That, that we, we didn't really know from our sorority. She housed us. And then we low-key, I low-key did her dirty. I, I will fully admit to that because she told us a story about this dude that, Ellen and I had blacked out for because we had been drinking all day. And later, like, this dude, like, asked me on a date. Like, petty stuff. But, like, I did not remember the story. And she was I like, I can't either. believe you would do this to me. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Can you please retell me the story? Like, <laughs> I don't have to go. But, like, I do need to be filled in because I cannot remember this story. And literally, um, we felt like such assholes because, like, <laughs> yeah. and we're like, I'm like, I'm so sorry, but none of us remembered it either, so we couldn't fill each other in. And no, so we were I, like, oh. I was like, Ella, do you remember? Because I feel so bad. She just called me out, and I do not have any recollection of it. And I literally sorry, was girl. like, I have sorry, no girl. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice lady. <laughs> Very Wish nice her well. Lady, always the best. But yeah, Vancouver, BC. Where Vancouver, BC got filled. you, okay. Yeah, uh, for tax purposes. Uh, so yeah, it was filling my vampire witch um I, i'm into vampire and witches and werewolves all that shit me so too. just got me, me in that too. yeah are you ready for this episode let's get it let's do it talk about something i'm really passionate about <laughs> me too um 
you know, it's kind of feeling like evil bitch season, to be honest with you. I am done being a nice girl. I'm done being a good vibe. I just have really, you know, resonated with the fact that I am no longer so nice as I used to be. And I think that that's okay. I call it the New York effect. And maybe it's just also an age thing when, like, people get older and you get fed up with, like, the same bullshit. Like, people will really try you. But I've noticed in myself, I'm just, like, have no patience for a lot of things. And I just, like, if you're not firm with people, they're going to do it again, right? Or they're going to try it again or they're going to so and so and so and so. So sometimes, like, you can't leave with grace. And sometimes you have to be very straightforward that you're not to be fucked with. Yeah, and I'm, like, a self-proclaimed bitch, and this is the thing is, like, there's, like, so much nuance to this conversation because the qualities that people describe as a bitch, like, it's not the same in a man. They'd be like, oh, that person's, like, confident. Like, it's very specific, but, like, yeah, I'm a fucking bitch, okay? I don't put up with shit, and I don't give shit, I don't take shit, and that's about it. And there's this book called uh, Men men love bitches that got like a hella backlash because people are like i don't know it just got a lot of backlash but i think it was mostly like a catchy title that she knew was gonna like pull a lot of people in but the book's basically about like having self-respect and boundaries and how that if you like enforce boundaries a lot of people will label you as a bitch you know is if you stand your ground and you don't let anybody like walk on you you'll be perceived as a b-word and it's like even though that that's something that you should do it might be perceived a certain way and you kind of have to like give up caring how it's being perceived because i think that's a lot of like a lot of the times like you're trying to appease somebody else and that's why you don't enforce boundaries but when you do that when you do that like you end up only hurting yourself i agree with you i've just seen it before where like you sometimes even in the things that you say you don't want to come off too crazy it's kind of cold comes into like the cool the chill girl mentality we've talked about that before but i think it goes a little farther because it's just like sometimes you got to practice being a bigger bitch sometimes you really have to practice sticking to your boundaries and letting know when somebody cross them like if you give somebody a shot and you had already told them what your boundaries were, it's your moment to shine, baby. It is your moment to tell that person to fuck right off, all right? And I think um, sticking to your boundaries and just, like, respecting your own boundaries, it can be really challenging. I think, like, the first step is creating boundaries, but the actual challenge is carrying through with them yourself. They're not sometimes about other people at all. They're the boundaries Mm -hmm. that you put with yourself and what you're going to put up with, right? Um, So letting people know where they're at, like... I think it's honestly the way to go. You gotta be, you gotta be tough. If you're gonna yeah. be stupid, you gotta be tough. <laughs> I mean, you gotta be tough, and I feel like I'm probably like the bitchiest at work, and that has just come from like realizing that like being a nice person at work mm-hmm. doesn't get you that far. But like, if you do not stand up for yourself, um, you're just gonna get. They're just gonna work you to the bone. So. You know, uh, I feel like a lot of times when I'm like, hey, so I have a hard stop at 430. So I need to leave here at 430. And like, I don't know, like to me, I know that doesn't sound bitchy. But like in the past, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be bitchy. I don't want to be rude. I'm not going to like enforce that I have a hard stop at 430. No, not anymore. I'm leaving. And if that means I'm like cutting out on a call because like, you know what time I leave or like, you know, like if I'm like being like, hey, so let's put some time on the calendar for tomorrow because I need to leave right now. That's what I'm fucking doing. Yeah. 
I agree. I, I think that you should learn to stand up for yourself. I think saying no is also kind of like, oh, she's a bitch. She said no. Being, like, truthful about you not liking somebody there can also be like, oh, she's a bitch. But it's like, usually by the time I'm mean to you, like, you had it coming. Like, to be honest, like, I don't think people are outrightly. I don't haven't met a lot of mean girls, but I met some. But, like, for the most part, people get, like, fed up. And you have to be like, you can fuck off right now. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you how it is. Okay, we don't like passive aggressiveness here. We like direct communication. And was, like, people don't like it. People don't like it. I think, like, if so, if you get called a bitch, I think you should be proud of it. You should be like, mm-hmm. you're damn fucking right. And I will be a bigger, even a bigger bitch if you keep messing with me. Yeah, I feel like I've been called, like, I actually was thinking about, like, the first time I was called a bitch. And I remember it was um, probably, like, the seventh grade is, like, the first time I remember being called a bitch. And, like, the reason why someone called me a bitch was so fucking out of pocket. I literally, that's probably the closest I've been to, like, beating a dude's ass, if I'm being honest. Because he was so out of pocket, and then he was the one that called me a bitch. And then I realized, like, no, I was just the only one who was, like, willing to stand up for this, like, stand up to this dude. And, like, that got, earned me the title of bitch. And I've been called a bitch so many times in my life. Now I'm just gonna start acting like it, because, fine. I'm okay with it. So here I am. I've never really been called a bitch, and I think, like, that was an issue. I I learned. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I realized I was people-pleasing. Like, sometimes sometimes I feel like in the West Coast, like, Seattle is, like, the culture there is, like, really passive-aggressive, really fake, really, like, oh, yeah. And, like, people don't really tell you how it is. You know what I mean? And they also don't, like, know how to communicate, which is another thing, but whatever. And... I think that I put up with a lot of just, like, going with the flow, and at the end of the day, like, that didn't build any fucking character, and then I moved here, and I think I saw that people were just outright more direct, and also just, like, if you're like that, they will try to kind of, like, step on you a little bit, so to get out of that and just practice being more direct and practice being a little more aggressive, per se, and it had, I think I, I, I like it. It gives me an edge. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, and I, like, the, the title, uh, Men Love Bitches, I actually think that's true. Every one of my friends who has been in, like, her giant bitch era has gotten a man. Um, and I don't know what the correlation with that is, but we would have to ask them. All right? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I honestly think it's a good book, but, like, take every self-help book with like a grain of salt because it's like one person's experience and a lot of like the backlash on that book was like oh it's enforcing stereotypes but i was like "Eh, i don't don't know it it, what what book isn't really like but yeah no i think that i mean i think that sometimes like when you're a bitch like it comes off as like oh damn like this is kind of like someone i want to be around like i don't know anyone that doesn't want to get like challenged in some way and i think that sometimes like women have a tendency like not to challenge others because it's like well you're just kind of socialized as a kid to do so when you find someone who's like damn she really stands up to herself and like i can't like damn like she keeps me on her toes like that can be an attractive thing Hmm. always keep them on their toes be unpredictable and (laughs) unhinged never let them see your next move yeah um (laughs) Honestly, I think with the whole be a bitch, there's also a lot of stigma against being a crazy bitch. But I don't, 
you know what? I think we should just be a crazy bitch. I think, why not? It looks fun. Like, some of these, I see some people doing the wildest things and get labeled a crazy bitch. And I'm like, I kind of love that. Like, she's so brave. Like, you know, like, the amount of fucks that person did not give is inspirational. <laughs> someone, For real. Someone who, like, I don't think should be a role model per se, but, like, I just really, like, vibe with them putting themselves out there is definitely Tana Moja. Like, she's mm. been, like, she, I mean, it just takes a lot. Like, girl, I, I'm not to say, like, it just takes a lot to put yourself out there so many times and just receive hate and still be authentically you like that takes a lot of that takes a lot of guts so it takes a lot of guts and like i mean definitely like i'm learning how to be uh, like a bigger bitch and more confident recently when you put yourself out there on the internet like especially like with us doing so most more social media stuff at first, I'm telling you, some of this shit kind of hurt my feelings. But now I'm like, you know what? I'm a, I'm fucking, I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. 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 And it's helping me in my life. Um, I think along with being a bitch, some things that bitches do is uh, we don't get jealous. All right, jealousy is not a a thing to do if you're a bitch because it's like that's a that's a weak disease. Okay. Of who? Of what? Why? I am that bitch. Yeah. So who we're gives not, a fuck? We're not jealous of other girlies. If anything, we stand them, okay? Another one is owning your shit, okay? I think as a bitch, if you fuck up, you're like, yeah, I did. As a matter of fact, I'm not a perfect fucking human being. Um, and I fucked up. Own it. I think a lot of people, like, will do the, like, I, the people that I think irritate me the most is, like, you have this bitch persona when you do something. And then you become silent, radio silent. Mm -hmm. Then you're a little bitch. And or, different. <laughs> or you, like, have lost memories and you don't know what's going on. Like, you go from being very with it, very mm -hmm. in everybody's business, but then you sometimes are forgetting what you did and didn't do. Like, oh, I don't know, did I do that? No, just own up to it. Like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna make a bitch move if you're gonna make a boss move you better might as well own it oh, um own it baby it wasn't the best it wasn't the best we learned from it we're moving forward and i think when you say like with tana mojo like that girl has been canceled so many times but she's still like out here fucking rallying and i think it's because she does that she's just like yeah that was a bad call <laughs> and she's just like but life goes on <laughs> well a lot of everyone makes mistakes and like I feel like you might as well own up to things because a lot of people have way more respect for someone who owns up to their own shit than pretends that their shit don't stink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Yeah. Because everybody's shit stink here and there, okay? You cannot pretend to be a perfect person. If yes. you're going to live a vulnerable life where you're going to act like you're a hot shit, it comes with the repercussions of those actions. And sometimes feeling like you're hot shit you're not always going to make the right choices. You're not going to make the smartest choices. Sometimes your choices might be influenced a little bit by your ego because I feel like also being a bitch, you kind of have to build your ego a little bit. You know what I mean? I need yeah. confidence. And sometimes that gets the best of us. It gets to the best of us. Um, yeah, own your shit. Be proud about who you are. Set your boundaries. Let somebody know when they're crossing them and that you are not going to stick. Stick around, okay? This season, we are not taking anybody back. When we come back, you suck.
get this fucking stepping. <laughs> you know, the get up and go. So I like, I have a childcare background. If m- most of you might not know that people used to let me around their children and pay me. Okay. It's called the get up and go. How you teach a kid not to do something is you have to literally like, let's say they're throwing a tantrum. You say, Hey, so this is not how we act in public. If you continue to act like this, like we're going to have to leave. And then you actually leave, right? I'll tell you, your kid will throw about two more tantrums, but when they know that you're fucking serious, they'll they'll cut that shit. So, like, if you're trying to enforce boundaries and people take you seriously, you have to enforce boundaries. Like, that's just, like, what you have to do. You have to do the get up and go. So if you tell somebody, hey, I will not put up with... Like, you might as well not set boundaries if you're not going to enforce them. Because, yeah. like, if you're not going to enforce your boundaries, then it just makes you look like... It just it makes it harder to set boundaries later. So like the, the the setting you said this earlier, it's the enforcing of the boundaries that's like the more difficult part than setting of the boundaries. But like, yeah, you might as well not disappoint yourself if you're not gonna enforce your boundaries. So you gotta be you gotta pull on your big bitch pants and enforce boundaries so that people just know what it is, what they're gonna get from you. I agree. And sometimes you you gotta bark a little, okay? Mm-hmm. I think uh in the past, I've left situations too easily. For too quietly. Too quietly, too gracefully. And that has taught me that people don't actually appreciate that. The only thing that they will do is be like, oh, yeah, she knows how to act. I don't want to know how to act. <laughs> I don't want to know how to act all the time. I, some people deserve to be called pathetic, okay? Some people deserve a little meanness here and there. Obviously, like... Be careful with the words that you use because you can't take those back. But if you got to put somebody in their place, you got to put somebody in their place. You know, and I think this is okay. I feel like I have left situations as if I signed an NDA and I couldn't talk about it. <laughs> right? And like, <laughs> I regret like when somebody else would bring something up that I did not tell it like it was, you know, that I just was mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I wish them well. I hope the best for them. No, I fucking don't. I really don't, actually. They did me so fucking dirty. I don't know why I'm pretending like I'm chilling about this. I'm not. I'm not. I've been thinking about it for like three months. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm trying to be the bigger person, but I can't. I literally. Um, I agree with that. And something happened to me recently where like I just remember I was like, you know, sometimes you got to leave the situations a little more with a bang. It's just uh, I posted like a TikTok and somebody's friends thought that they I I guess like I was implying an ex and they kind of posted like a weird comment and I was like are they trying to intimidate me like this is a weird comment like this is really gutsy for somebody to put on my social media you know what I mean like in public for the world to see Mm -hmm. and I was just like absolutely fucking not and the fact that they had the audacity and the gumption to post that comment lets me know that I let the Things go too easily. That makes them believe that I am not going to do shit. And I am not that girl anymore. (laughs) I am not the girl I used to be, okay? So uh, sometimes you just got to let them know. If if you're willing to walk away from a situation quietly, some people, some vile human beings out there, they, they don't resonate with that. They don't get that. And I think, like, sometimes when people come back, right, if you have people in your life that keep coming back, it's because you're, you're acting too right. And if you really don't want them to come back, and if you really are respecting your own boundaries, sometimes you got to let them know. 
Burn a bridge. Burn the bridge. <laughs> Set it on fire. We're right? setting fires. Arsenic, motherfucker. Arsenic, arson. We are not coming back here. Don't even look at my fucking direction. Like, for real. The double hand wave. <laughs> Bye. Bye. The sorority. Bye. I love that for us. Me too. Look how, look how far we've come. Just such bitches. Ooh, from ooh. people, pleasers, yes men, to get the fuck away from me. <laughs> it's been a minute. Not today is my it's biggest one. been a long one. time coming. It's not today. Not today. Thank babe. you, no. No. Thank you, no. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We love y'all, and please make sure that you rate and review our podcast. It helps us out a lot. Make sure you subscribe and tell a friend. You can always follow us on our social medias, so the thanks number mm-hmm. for your concern. And I'm at Ella L. Tudor. And I'm at Bernice IDSM. Doodles! Bye! Bye.